The Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUT, KUTX Studios, and Good Taste Society. Hey, this is Walker Lukens, and you are listening to... Let me explain to you what we do here on the Song Confessional. So we collect anonymous stories, right? We, we travel around the country. We go to festivals and events, and we have two permanent confessional booths, one at the Hotel Magdalena in Austin and one at the Mishawaka near Fort Collins, Colorado. And uh, we record people telling us stories anonymously, right? And we choose our favorite ones. And we give them to songwriters and bands who turn them into songs. Normally on this podcast, you hear that anonymous story, a.k.a. the confession. You hear the song and inspired in an interview with the songwriters. But today we're going to try something a little different. Before I explain that, I want to introduce you to my favorite uh, queer baiter. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him your name. I've been called so many things in my life. I I think it's the first time I've been called a queer baiter. That's for sure. Well, what's your name, well, my QB? Name's, uh, Zach Catanzaro, Master Bader. Oh, we went there so early in this episode. <laughs> I really thought that would uh, at least, you know, be post-confession wrap-up that we'd get the Master Bader. There's a space in between there. Don't get any ideas. I, I, This is also, I think, the first confession we've ever put on a podcast episode that does allude to masturbation. So we collect a lot of stories so many more stories than we could ever possibly share with you and we put a lot of time into selecting which ones could match with which artists we put a lot of time into courting different artists and basically every episode it's it takes a lot longer than it might seem on the other side For the majority of the artists that we work with uh in this project come from connections we already have right like it's either friends bands or friends of friends or someone works with somebody's manager has the same agent so it's a lot of back-end work just to get these songs to you and recently we kind of had a new idea so on this episode we are going to play you a confession in full and then instead of hearing an artist of our choice write or perform a song we're asking you to be inspired and submit one to us we're not looking for studio quality Abbey Road recordings here. It, it can literally just be you on your iPhone in a quiet room playing guitar and singing or a piano. doesn't have to be guitar. Or just singing or nothing or any instrument. It doesn't. There's no there's no genre that we're looking for or specific format that we're looking for. Whatever your version is. If we like the song and we think it does the confession justice, we are going to feature it on the follow-up episode to this one. There's more details on how to submit in the liner notes of this episode, as well as on any of our socials that you follow along with. Zach, let's play my favorite little game. Where did we take this confession? Shreveport. Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, in case you don't know. And what event was that? Red Revel, just Red Revel Fest? What was the actual name? We called it Revel. I know Revel. Yeah, it's uh, Red River Revel. <laughs> Red River Revel. There we go. You got It's confusing. So it's a festival in Shreveport, Louisiana. And uh, and when did we take this confession? A month ago. Yeah, well, that, about a month. That's vague. You don't know what date you're listening right now. So we'll go with October 22. Okay, that's correct. <laughs> so this kid came to the confession booth uh, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first time he came, you took a confession from him. I did. And it was hilarious this one this one is like a very good story i wouldn't 
I wouldn't label it hilarious. The first story you told me was hilarious. The abridged version, he was in fourth grade. He sharded pretty bad and, like, managed to hide it and had pants that just magically kind of, like, dropped it out the leg. (laughs) And, you know, he's in fourth grade. He was a true child. So it's like, how embarrassing is it really? We all shit our pants as kids. Don't even pretend for a second that you didn't. That, to me, is a classic confession that is funny but completely unsongworthy yeah <laughs> it's hard to write a song about shit in your pants so he comes back a second time with his friends and these kids got in the booth and they all told confessions but this one was particularly heartwarming it was about his first crush very first high school crush julia rigney hannah Carr. well without further ado here is our confession confession I always remind people that we're strangers. We don't know each other. I don't know you guys at all, so don't spare any detail. Okay. Start from the beginning and tell me everything. All right. Um, so do I go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell the story about um, my like my biggest crush that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say his name, but hey. Um, I met him in, uh, in s- what is it, 10th uh, tw- grade. <laughs> band class I played the uh, I played the clarinet and he played trumpet he was really good at it um, and apparently he had like a big weight loss <laughs> um, but like I didn't really care because I you know wanted to have sex with him when he was fat but um, <laughs> he, uh, he I never talked to him like it was like one of those like passerby crushes where you're like oh lol I see him I see him walking down the hall okay there he is he's kind of pretty slay um, so time moves forward. We, we graduate 10th grade. Um, and, um, <laughs> I, uh, I start to like see him. He followed me on uh, Instagram, like, cause he never had like an Instagram or Snapchat or anything. So I just never could talk to him. I talked to him in class. He was really nice to me. And that was the main problem that we're going to get into that later. Uh, <laughs> he, he was really nice to me. So that was like my problem. And, oh, LOL. I like, oh, he's okay. He's cute. Whatever. So, moving on to 11th grade, um, he followed me on Instagram, and that was the nail that put the the nail in the coffin, and oh my god, y'all, I don't think y'all understand how bad I fell for this man. So, the reason why I'm talking about him is that, oh, he's really pretty, cool. He followed me on Instagram, followed me first, my I add, follow me first. I didn't even seek him out because I try and stay. I try and keep stay in my lane. Keep in mind he has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. So I'm trying to. Oh, okay, I'm trying it. to stay back. I don't want to. I don't want to like that because that, that's weird. I don't like pushing myself upon anybody, right? And so <laughs> I, I keep moving forward. And um, one day I put on my story. Oh, lol. Can someone send me like so and so money because like I, I said it as a joke I said it as a joke like oh somebody buy me birthday candy because I'm I'm a big big bozo and I want money and um he sends me money Whoa. and I was like oh okay and he was like uh how much did you need and I was like uh, I don't know he just sent me like ten dollars and I was like uh that's a lot of money for a high schooler but like like if we talk if we're being for real that's whatever has a girlfriend guys he has a girlfriend and he whatever and so I keep on moving forward time passes and he does that again for my birthday but next year 
Yeah. That so, like on my like um <laughs> on my birthday I put on my story, uh, I really want candy today. And he was and he sends me he sends me a message and it's like, I hope you get your birthday candy and sends me like five dollars. And I was like, Oh and I kinda had to um I kinda had to um tell him that like, oh, I had a crush on you because I had never felt this way by anybody before. So I was like, oh my God, please just leave me alone um, because I don't want to deal with it. So I always put those like subliminal messages on my uh, Instagram. Wait, so you told him, you're like, yo, I have a crush on you, leave me alone. Okay, so <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was more like, um, it was like, oh, I have a crush on you and I know, I know it's not gonna go anywhere, please. Uh, I, it would just be really beneficial for me if you didn't speak to me as much as you do. Okay, so you said I have a crush and you leave me alone. Yes, okay. basically, yes. <laughs> okay. And I, I was trying to like get, get him off my back, and he did not get off my back. Um, what did he say back to that? He was like, he was like, well, I think you're a really good, cool friend, and I would love to keep talking to you. But if you if you want to remove me, uh, that'd be fine. Because I was like, I was having a really, really tough time, like trying to deal with like the fact that I was really smitten over him, and I'd never been smitten that bad before. Mm -hmm. And um, he like just kept talking to me, and I was just like, I can't do this. And um, so, um, come to homecoming. What was it? Homecoming? Or was it was prom? It was. This prom. is senior year now. No, this is this is junior year still. This is all still junior year. Okay. Um, and <laughs> in junior year. <laughs> Um, prom, I was at home because I just couldn't bear the fact of me going to prom and dealing with the fact that he was, like, there and with his girlfriend and all happy and stuff. Because, like, I try and be happy for people, but I couldn't be happy for him. Yeah, you don't want to see that. Yeah, like, like, I, like I, I just couldn't... I, I love his girlfriend because I knew her personally and, like, we were kind of friends, but I didn't want to, like, be... A part of it. You didn't want to see her be with your man. Yeah, I get it. yeah. It's easy. I just, like I just didn't want because he was just. I don't think you understand. He was so nice to me, and I, my little gay brain just couldn't deal with that. And um, yeah. And so <laughs> I was back at prom, and he sends me a message. Keep in mind, I had like just like started like I was like bawling in tears on my floor, <laughs> just like about to like start breaking down and just losing my mind. And he texts me. Hey, are you coming to prom? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> he was like, why? You're like, you're like the life of the party. And I was like, uh, well, I just couldn't. I, I don't like being alone at dances. And he was like, oh, well, I would have made you not feel alone. I would have danced with you. I would have, we, you could have hang out, hung out with me. And keep in mind, he knew I had a crush on him. And I told him many times before that I didn't want to like talk to him as much. Yeah. But like in my little my little in my little heart, I wanted to talk to him, but yeah. I just I knew from my sanity I couldn't. Yeah. But I did keep talking to him, which is my problem. Okay, so he's like come to prom, and then what happens? And uh, I like <laughs> I text him, I can't keep doing this, and then he was like I'm sorry, but uh, I. Like, I just could not. So I, I just, like, start crying. And he, he keeps me sending me pictures of, like, them at prom, like, all happy and stuff. And then his girlfriend takes the phone and texts me and, like, sends me a picture of them at prom. 
and like, hey, Darian, hey, so-and-so. Um, and it was really hard. Do you think she did that to hurt your feelings and be like, stop talking to my dude? Or do you think she didn't realize? I don't think so. Because my heart, I try to believe that people are good people. And I, I just really hope she didn't. But uh, in my mind, it felt like it was. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and that, like, that was kind of my breaking point. Like, I, like, I really just couldn't because I, I didn't realize how, how this could hurt so bad. I, I've never felt this bad about some crushing on someone. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so um, yeah. And so keep on pushing. He. I didn't block him then, and so he just kept talking to me, and uh, he kept, I, I posted on my story, because I kept sending subliminal messages still, because like, you know, that's what you do, and um, he, uh, he like slid up and was like, I don't think I've done anything to hurt you, but if I do need to leave, that would be okay, and... I was just, um, I felt, <laughs> like, I felt, I don't know, like, I, I don't understand how someone can know I, like, basically I'm in love with you, and you are just constantly not, like, not getting the memo that I just don't, I can't, I, I can't. You get this money, so purpose. And, like, I feel like, yeah, I really feel like he was doing it on purpose, and, um, I don't know. So I just kept, I, I ended up having to like remove him and block him because I just could not deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. And, um, but that's good. You were taking care of yourself. Yeah, I was trying. You're I was trying. really trying. All my friends were like, Darian, you need to block him. You need to block him now. And I was like, I can't guys. He's really pretty and he's nice to me. And, and that was my big downfall because I like when people are nice to me. And, um, yeah. And I blocked him and whatever, but it still kept going on, just not at that extreme. And yeah. So are you still in school with him? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just kind of like keep my head down, but it's still bad because like I still see him and I sit behind him in my class, in a class and uh, he just like, he's just really pretty. <laughs> and so when you're really pretty and I'm sitting behind you, I'm just like staring at you the whole whole class period. But it's really bad because I try to keep, I keep my, I kept, keep my distance. I try not to talk to him. He tries to talk to me. And then, uh, <laughs> so I was selling chocolate for a trip and um, he, like I, I, I was just like, have my box up and I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't have change for like a, like a 20. Mm -hmm. And he proceeded to buy 10 chocolate bars for me. Like, like, okay, so I might just be reading into things, but like, if I'm being for real, you won't buy 10 chocolate bars from somebody. Like, why would you buy 10 chocolate bars from me and you know I have a crush on you and I've, I've been smitten by you for years. Wait, he, he bought them from you or for you? Like, he bought, he bought them from me. So like, you bought 10 chocolate bars, but like, it's, I'm reading into it, but it's do just. You, do it, you think that he liked the attention from you, and he felt like because mm -hmm, he's not gay, mm -hmm, that it was fine for him to do that? But yep, the thing is, yep, yep, it yep. might be that. It might be that, but See. 
it was just like I tried not to give him attention. Like I like I tried to like keep limited to like if he texted me first, he would text me first, send me a video of like a dog like like being cute or something because he's yeah. like to send cute dog memes to me and likes to send me frog memes because I like frogs. And so because I used to like frogs. Yeah, and I mean, he obviously knows you. He seems to get you. I, I guess I'm just curious, like, like it just sounds to me like he's flirting with you. D- that's okay, because yeah, yeah. I felt like insane. It, it, I, last, you know, he, I, I look, take, I'm a straight guy. My best friend's a gay man. It's definitely a thing that straight guys do. They don't even realize they're doing it. Yeah, because I like I felt like I was going insane. I, like I felt like I was reading into stuff, and I was just like, "Dog, I like I can't. Why are you talking to me?" And like everybody was like, "You're like like he. This is not a straight man." But he was insisting that he's a straight man, and I try and respect people's like like sexualities and stuff. But I just could not get behind the fact I that mean, you are a straight man mm-hmm. and you're still talking to me, even though I told you many times that I don't want to. I mean, that sounds to me like that's a little insensitive to continue to talk to you. Exactly. Like he's not taking your feelings actually very seriously if he can't like just obey that request, you know? Like I was trying to set a boundary and he just was not trying, he was not trying to deal with it. And I just could not deal with that because I was also going like through a really tough time mentally and just having that on top of that, it was not helping. And, yeah. uh, yeah. It probably doesn't help that he's still nice and hot, huh? Yeah, he's just <laughs> nice and hot, and he's still so nice and hot. Like, he, like, he, that's why it doesn't feel malicious, because he's never, like, been mean. Yeah, he's, always, he's just nice and hot and dumb. Yeah, he's <laughs> nice and hot and dumb! Oh my gosh! You are so true. I'm sorry, but he's just, like, literally so nice and hot and dumb, but, he, like, <laughs> I just don't understand how he doesn't get it. Yeah, it sounds like he doesn't get it, man. I'm sorry. That's yeah. very frustrating, I bet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, has it kind of opened up a space for you maybe now that you're just like, ugh, you're so frustrating. Like, why don't you fucking get this? To now you kind of feel like maybe you could crush on someone else? Or no? <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's gotten worse. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's gotten way, way worse because now I don't talk to him. So yeah. now I just, like, see him from afar and it's so bad because I'll just be looking at him and I'm just like I don't that doesn't seem worse that seems better but it seems hard okay let me explain okay so uh, (laughs) um so I'm gonna say some very vulgar things let's do it okay so I I will sit in class and I'll just sit there and think I wonder what his moans sound like and I know I know I know I know I know it's so bad I know it's so bad and I hate that I feel that way but I'll just be sitting there and I'm just like oh my god man you're like you're like literally the one of one of the most attractive people in my in, like I've ever seen and you were just like there yeah and, and like I can look at you without you looking at me so I don't know. It just kind of it kind of just turned into an obsession at yeah. a point, and like I don't know if you like know the song like "I Fucking Hate You" by Tyler the Creator, but like oh, yeah. it's it's I know it's so bad and it's but that's how I feel sometimes. I'm just like yeah. I literally want to claw my fucking heart out because you are you just are sitting there. Yeah, 
And that's real though. That's intense. Cause I just, I just don't want to see him. Like I just don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to like think about you. And when I don't think about you, my mind is at peace. But whenever I am thinking about you, my mind is not at peace. It just causes havoc. Yeah. Yeah. It just causes my brain to like overflow. And I don't like, I have too many things going on and I'm like a big guy at my school. So like, I like can't think about it half the time. And, well, yeah. can I tell you some some, some thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> One, yeah. <laughs> it seems like you get it. Like, that's important. It, the fact that you understand this situation and you're trying maybe like B plus grade of taking care of yourself. <laughs> like, you're doing a pretty good job. And like, he's still hot and dumb and nice and over there being all those things and not getting it. But like, I don't know. I mean, who fucking cares if he like lives rent free in your brain sometimes when you're thinking dirty thoughts or whatever <laughs> like well that's just for you you know y- yeah yeah but I, but that being said like it does seem like maybe there's slim pickings at this school where you're at right now but like there like, is c- not and that's what's so funny oh really there's literally oh you're just zero. hung up huh it's so fucked up it's like <laughs> there's zero and like cause every single one of them are my friends and I can't uh. date my friends because like and every single guy I've fallen for has just been like a straight man and I, mm. and I I don't I hate whenever people try and force themselves onto people like oh my god I can change him I can I'm no I, I try and respect people's places and I don't I don't like whenever I feel these ways about people because then I like just try and move on but I can't move on because my heart just won't allow me yeah it sounds like you want to challenge a little bit that's that's a required thing for you romantically like you want to challenge I'm not saying you want to fix people. Like, you don't want to turn him gay, but like you like a challenge. You don't want to, to go for the easy thing. Yeah. Is that fair? Hell, maybe. Cause <laughs> I don't really understand my brain yet, but yeah. it it'll it'll change one day whenever I'm not here. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I think that's the end of my confession. Zach, how did it it how did it turn out with Anna Carr? Um, pretty similar roles reversed, much shorter time frame. <laughs> I chased her for like two and a half months and she was not interested. And I'm pretty sure she only went to my high school freshman year. I think maybe not even the entire year. She might've moved like halfway through the year and mm, who knows where she is now. I don't, that was a long time ago. I spent, I spent six months being obsessed with Julia Rigney listening to that Ryan Adams album gold classic and heartbreaker (laughs) just just feeling my 15 year old feelings how Uh, how did they feel very desperate (laughs) very desperate and uh felt like Ryan Adams could save you (laughs) god I really did uh it it didn't it didn't go anywhere Mm. well I hope that somebody is listening to this right now and they are going to write a song way better than anything Ryan Adams could do. In the liner notes of this episode, there's more information about how to submit a song for us. You can also look on our social media handles or on our website. And remember, it does not have to be a professional studio quality recording. This is like your iPhone works, your little tape deck that you might be holding on to, four track. I mean, you motherfuckers are crafty. Who knows what you're recording with out there, but we'll take it. That said, if you do have access to a studio and you want to 
use it to record a fully fleshed out song for us, we're totally here for that. Yeah, yeah. We're we're mostly excited to just kind of listen to all the different versions and see what we can get and hopefully, you know, feature them on the show. Okay, so if that's you, songwriter listening right now, or if that is your little brother or your older sister or your mom or your favorite band or the teenage high school band that rehearses down the street... You've got a week and a half to write and record a song for us, uh, which we will feature on this podcast if we think it rules. And I believe that there are tons of you out there who can create an awesome song for us. We, we talk to you at festivals. We talk to you on the street. You slide into our DMs on Instagram. Like, I know you're out there. This is your opportunity. We would love to feature your song. So do not hesitate. Now is the time. So check the liner notes on this episode for more info for how to submit. That theme song you heard at the top was written and performed by me and Zach, as well as Topaz McGarrickle on saxophone. It was recorded and mixed by Adam Mason. The Song Confessional podcast is produced by myself, Walker, Aaron Blackerby, Jim Eno, Ryland Kettery, new to the team Tyler Brown, Adam Mason, Mike Lee, and brought to you by KUTX. If you want to support this podcast, the best thing you can do is send an episode to a friend that you think would like it. You can also send it to your enemy. We won't stop you. The second best thing you can do is to subscribe and rate it on iTunes. 